Welcome to the Devil Fruit Podcast. My name Jesus. it my name. I just saw like a spirit bomb being collected in front of you. My before you started that. My in fact, I think I I need to take another sip of my little cocktail here because I just I think I gave some energy up. My name. My name. My my name. Is Jacob. I'm Joe. And I'm Ethan. And apparently I wasn't invited to the cocktail party because both of these boys are sitting here sipping cocktails. Hey, what do you got over there, Joe? Oh, mine's super simple right now. I just got a little Bacardi and some strawberry. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. Is this the bartender podcast? (laughs) No, this is the anime podcast. All I'm saying is we could morph. We just got some rum and pineapple juice over here. Thanks for asking. Okay, Ooh, so rum and pineapple. I like. Is oh it coconut my, rum? Oh my god! No, no, it's just that missed opportunity. Yeah. Well, Today, sometime. I want to restart all of this. <laughs> the intro has gone by so slow on this one. Well. We'll get right into it now. Okay. I think so. Today, everyone might need a cocktail after the, these five uh, episodes. Today, I don't woof. know what he means by that. Today, we're talking about Violet Evergarden episodes five through nine. Mm. I think this is a really good chunk of episodes. Um, this felt like a full arc, actually. Yes, it really I, is. Yeah, yeah. Um, I this th- this is definitely like. Included in this is the part that I love the most, um, which we'll get to because it's a little bit towards the back end. But uh, I mean, out the gate, you know, with these the first couple episodes, like with the uh, with the princess, and then with you know going to the um, going to the big like astronomy building and all that. How are we feeling? Well, can you guys, before we get into that, can you answer me this question? Or maybe this is never explained, but did I miss something in understanding why writing is such a, like, commodity in this world as a skill? Um, I, I don't it's... know if it's, like, explicitly explained, but, I mean, being an era before, you know, anything, like, like phones or internet or anything, I feel like letters just used to be a lot more important, I guess. Yeah, is how I would and it's think easy about to it. accept. It just kind of feels like there was one event that happened, and maybe it was this war that just like made this like a parallel universe instead of like our world, if that makes sense. Like, yeah, I the think... language is different, the writing is different, uh-huh. and like the technology is obviously different. Yeah, I, I, I think there was something about the war affecting things. But, yeah. like, like there were a few people who already were educated enough to write, and then the war came, and then it was, like, even fewer sure, kind of a thing. Um, but, yeah, so far I think the show is just uh, uh, its own kind of amalgamation of different time periods. Like, it's right. it's, like, kind of almost biblical times where like only the most educated people can write but then it's also kind of like world war 
two. Like, World War uh, One, yeah. Or yeah, World War One ish yeah. and stuff. So it's, it's like it's yeah. its own world. And I definitely yeah. think, and I definitely think that I think in just the narrative, I think a lot of the characters that are specifically like in the show, I think just take a lot of like or like give a lot of power to writing. I think is also it because I, mm. you know, I'm sure that like like well, I guess I can't say that because because then the. Uh, the princess and prince episode kind of made it feel like people are like are really into fucking letters. At least in the two countries where where that prince and princess were from, they really yeah. fucking liked letters. Um, mm. well, I, but I, I think, think it, I think it just chalks up to like just like what can be taken as like communication and entertainment for the time, I guess. Yeah, and um, we can dive yeah, more into the princess episode. princess later. But but first things first was the. Uh, Episode five with the pr- the prince and the princess. Joke. Oh, that was yeah. the prince and the princess. <laughs> oh, oh so no! Terrible. I have my notes up, but I'm just that was like you like explicitly them. like you like explicitly sent us a text about it too. Yeah, like, I you know, like, your thoughts first. Yeah, no, that was um, that was that was I I watched episode five and I was like, okay, yeah, we were going somewhere because I I had my first. I, okay. Oh? Tears did not fall. But you were close. But, like, dude, I... Really, though? This is the... I'm I'm actually really curious to hear how this connected for you. I, I, like... There, there's later episodes, like, um, I think seven, that actually, like, maybe hit me more. But for some reason... When, um, at the end of the episode, when she's just about to get, when the princess is just about to, like, get married, and she's in her dress, and she's Um, having her, like, final conversation with her, a caretaker. Yeah. And, and, and she's, like, begging her, like, please just don't leave, like, all I want is to be with you and stuff, and the caretaker just, like, knows that she has to be strong and, and help her be happy in this moment and in this day, but also can't lie to her and tell her that she will be with her for forever because, like, that's not fair. And so she chooses to say, I wrote it down, I wrote it down. Uh, uh, She says, like, she pauses and the caretaker puts a flower in her hair and says, I wish you happiness. And, And just, like, I got, I was laying in my chair, I was, like, laying in my chair, I had my feet up, I was all slouched, like in a just ugly position, <laughs> and like, but I got shivers like all the way down my body, and I I, I got a, a lump in my throat, and my eyes like literally like welled up, like I felt the tears come, and I, I got I, yeah, it was yeah. weird, it was wild, like of all the things to hit me, I don't know if it was just something about it. Like, just the conflict of, like, not knowing what to say, but still wanting to support somebody. I don't know. But that one, that yeah. one hit me, like, all at once. I had, like, all these, all these bodily reactions to, to just being, like, touched. And I was just like, oh, my gosh. Um, yeah. I, that, that was the first one that really, that really hit yeah. me. Yeah. I, well, I welled up a little bit when, I, I welled up a little bit when she, when she bowed for the caretaker and, like, put her hand on her head. Mm, yeah, like, yeah, like, yeah, right yeah, 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 everything in that whole interaction I, it's just was a, so well done. 
I just, I really like that episode because of the, again, everything being around the theme of love in this specific situation, I think was so interesting because it brings up like, it brings up a lot of things. It brings up the whole idea in um, certain cultures or in just like certain time periods about like, you know, um, marriages that are put together not necessarily for love, but for political reason. And obviously mm. we learned later in the episode that she was the one that like implemented it because she does love him, which is great. But obviously there's a lot of stuff that's, you know, not like that. And it's just blatantly for a statement to be made for a country or things like that. Yeah. Um, like alliances. Right. And, and, you know, just talking about that and then talking about how I, I really like how they, they kind of, they kind of uh, pulled apart the whole like writing being the ultimate thing in this episode too, because you know, they started with both of them hiring dolls to speak to each other, basically only to appease the public and make them feel like they're getting caught up in this whole romance between this prince and princess. But yeah. it's, but, but, but then the princess is getting so frustrated because she knows that she's not actually saying what she feels and that he's not actually saying what he feels. And, yeah. and, and how they like break that down. And then Violet gets the idea to be like, no, you know what? We're going to make sure that you two actually start to say what you're actually saying instead of just trying to appease people around you. Mm-hmm. Um, I, re- and they I broke really the equation that. that I was complaining about the entire first episode that we recorded. Mm. Right. That's another thing. Yeah, this whole couple episodes here, they Very brought up writing in, yeah. in ways that I did not expect them to. Yeah, and it, they and broke it, the mold. It was, it was I, I was, yeah, I, every episode I watched this talk just made me more appreciative of the show. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. it, it went to a totally different direction. I thought this was going to be, like, a casual watch, and, like, every episode has a clear, like, start and finish, a nice wrapped-up ending. And, like, it... I'm, I told like you, it, man. Like, yeah, yeah. It, it was always, it was always, like, deep to a certain level, but it it really showed off what a show like this could do, I think, in these in this chunk. Mm-hmm. And I'm I'm happy about it. Yeah. Everything yeah. pre OVA to me kind of feels like the beta test for this show. Like it was like Yeah. Really concise, tight stories. And then it seems like they like, you know, decided, hey, I don't know if they got a bunch of money. I don't know if someone would that was really high up at Netflix was like, Hey, this show is good. They got a bunch of money. They made an OVA probably later on, but yeah. The o- yeah. The OVA and came out after the show was done. Yeah. Mm. Decided to stick it here because this is when the show really takes off. Mm. This is when, this is when they start eating their Wheaties. <laughs> yeah. Eating their Wheaties. Eating their Wheaties. Yeah. And you know what, like, if I may bring up, you know, what really blows my mind about this show is that, so you know how, Almost every anime is based off of something. Either, you know, there's a lot of anime based off of manga. There's a lot of anime based off of books. There's a lot of anime based off of light novels or video games. And this show is based off of a light novel, which I think is really intriguing. Because, again, talking about, you know, culturally what I think a lot of romantic or or sexual things uh are in this medium you know light novels are generally pretty sexual um yeah yeah you know you i think describe, that's an understatement can you, guys, can you describe what a night light novel is i might be wrong 
I'm not super educated on this, but from what I understand, light novels are essentially like dating sims. If Am I incorrect in saying that, Joe? It's, I feel like that's kind of what it is. It's, I mean, they're very, very often yeah, like dating, dating simulators. But what it is is like, picture like a really old school computer game where you're clicking through dialogue and then eventually a choice comes up. And right. you click, you reply to the person, this answer or this answer. And then okay. based on that, it changes the way the story goes. So so every dating sim is a light novel, but not every light novel is a dating sim. I, yeah, I think that that's a good, yeah, yeah. Okay. I would agree to that. I would agree to that. Okay. So yeah, so um, yeah. I said, you know, uh, being again, like, I, I guess ultimately, I don't know how the Violet Evergarden light novel is. I'm kind of curious to look into it. But just again, coming from a medium that I think generally does go into a very sexual place, at least at least from my outward um, experience, seeing stuff like that appear or or mm-hmm. like the little bits of like what I've seen around or whatever, mm-hmm. um, how like this show is so not that like. Here's, so not that. Yeah, yeah. Here's a uh, like Ethan. Like remember, uh, science fell in love. So I tried to prove it. Uh, how the one character loved that that anime girl figure. Yeah. And he played the computer games where he like talked to her, kind of almost. Yeah. Those would be well. I mean, yeah, they're dating sims, but I would classify those as like that's a a, a that's a light a good. Yeah idea of what a light novel is like yeah there's always okay. a little character on screen and then a lot of dialogue yeah so um yeah but i but i i agree with you guys yeah the way that they break up uh the concepts of writing and the concepts of love i think you know they've kept it very different every single experience that she has because then i think you know going from the prince and princess episode which i really like a lot I really um, liked it too. Yeah, yeah. I really, I just, I just like how much depth there was and how much like things were like changing as things were progressing. Because mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. you really, because you really get a feeling that at first you thought it's like, oh, this princess is being involved in marriage that she doesn't want to be a part of, and yeah, and that's where she's upset. And then it turns out, no, 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 no. Actually, it's the complete flip side where she's worried that he's not into it, and then mm-hmm. that's a whole thing. Um, I don't know. Yeah, it was a very, it's a very enjoyable episode. And it um, twists multiple times, even just within right. them actually writing letters to each other, and you're listening to their replies, and you're like, yeah. oh, they like each other. And then you're like, are they annoyed at each other? And then you're like, no, 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 they like each other again. And then it's like, yeah. meet me in the garden in the moonlight. And, and, and it's like, right. oh. <laughs> right. And, and uh, again, like, conveying that it's... That like like the like the concept of trying to convey love isn't all about just like well written pretty words for some people, right? Because right? that's ultimately what this episode ended up being about is that all this well written romantic poetic stuff didn't fucking mean anything to them. What mm-hmm. really meant something yeah. to them was just being genuine. Mm-hmm. And yeah, she says at one point in her letters that because he keeps trying to tell her that he's not the best man for her. And I think she says, like right on the nose, what the what the whole episode was trying to get at was that she says the only thing I value in a man is honesty. Right. Yeah. And that no. was really what the whole thing was about, is just being honest and genuine. Yeah. yeah. Like she said. she gets irked and she's like, You keep saying you're not the best man for me. And then she says, she says, What is the best man? Cause right, like, right, right. Yeah, yeah. She's like, she's like, well, yeah. define 
mind that because I think you're great. Everybody yeah. thinks you're great except you. Like and, I don't. And, and like and I don't she, understand. Right, and she also pointed out that you, you're the only man that has ever come up to me and said that you're not the best mm-hmm. man for me. You know, mm-hmm. again, that kind of thing too. Um, and then you get a completely a very different feeling from this observatory episode. You know where. This is the one I enjoyed a little bit more. I, I really I do really enjoy this episode, I think, because of, again, I think oh, this, it's quick. a very it's a very weird, like specific concept of love. That's like not a not a more general idea in this episode. Yeah. Real quick. You have something to say, Joe? Well, what Real you got, quick. Joe? I, I, I I'm excited to talk about episode six, but at the end of episode five. Yes. Talk about like a cliffhanger. Like she's stepping off the boat. Oh yeah, <laughs> and and the one guy is there. She runs into like, the brother. She runs yeah, into the brother of the yeah, major, and he's just like, "I heard you were a doll and all this," and he's like, "Those same hands bringing people together that that like just killed so many." And I was just like, "Oh, whoa, oh, oh!" And then yeah, they showed her yeah. as like a little kid, like a little kid just slaughtering people on a ship, and then the episode ends, and I was like, "What yeah. the whoa, yeah, shit." Yeah, I yeah, just had yeah. a nice tale of a prince and a princess coming yeah, together, he's, he's and then it's a, just like murder on a, a boat. He's, he's such a fucking dickhead. I hate that guy so much. God, he's, he's the just, worst. He's just angry. He's what angry about something. Something else we should mention from that episode, I think right before that scene, was that, uh, I think I'm thinking about the right thing. She's standing there um, before she's about to leave like, mm. the princess's domain. And we see her smile. I think for the first time. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah, she said when she says it's a when she says it's a beautiful day to have a wedding. Um, yeah. Yeah. And that and that was again something that I was like you guys heard me say in the last episode. Something that I wanted to see with those really small developments in her character. Yeah. Right? Yeah. 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 And starting to like crack the mold. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And she's I've starting heard... and right and she's starting to really at this point she's starting to really like emote for others. And she's mm-hmm. gotten to uh-huh. that point. And then, as we're going to talk about later, then she starts to finally go inward. Um, also, like, I didn't realize that she was basically 14. No, she's very young. Yeah, like, she's... I didn't, yeah. I didn't realize that. I thought she was, like, a young woman now. And, like, I thought no, she was, like, yeah. a young teenager when she first met I the teenager. Yeah, I couldn't remember exactly how old she was. I thought she was, like, 16. But, yeah, no, she's, she's very, very young. She's and, young, and that's what, and that's, and and talking about how we how we brought up that we felt like the relationship between the major and and her wasn't like a romantic or sexual relationship. Like the when he said "I love you," it didn't really feel like that. And I feel like that was only like pushed further in the flashbacks that we get between him and her, where it feels yeah. very much like he was trying to guard a child. Like yeah, hmm. it was like it was a family kind of love, right? Yeah. Um, which again, like I saw I, her in tattered clothes and was like, I want to buy her a dress. Right. Yeah. Like I want to like, which, yeah. which, which again, I think, I think a lot of anime would have gone in the complete, the other, complete direction. other direction with that and made it really fucking weird. Uh huh. And because of how they play this, it's, it's not like that. Yeah. You know? Okay. Uh, anyways, so yeah. Anyway, episode six. Episode Good six. Start. I really like the I really like this episode as well. Not only because I just think it's like a really interesting location and like an interesting like reason for dolls to show up. Because again, like I like that 
you know, yes. they have their job, but then like something like this popped up and they're like, oh, we need extra manpower. Who's who, like what group, like what company could we go to that has a bunch of people that can write really well? Oh, yeah. you know, <laughs> go to something yeah. like this. Um, yeah. I think that's really cool. Um, I like that she also shows up and we get an inclusion of those uh, other dolls that were at the school as well. I think that's fun. Just a nice mm. little like, no, they didn't like do anything. They didn't even, they didn't, you know, they didn't like do anything like ultra crazy or they weren't like super involved. But I just like that they were there because I like the inclusion, you know, that small world feel. Of, yeah, it's like, it's you know. like a comedian's technique of bringing back a joke, like right. partway through the yeah. set. And, then, and like repeating it, it it's really just well it, yeah it, it's just it's just you know it's just good storytelling you know just yeah, having, yeah, making yeah, sure yeah. that making sure that small characters still like exist in the world and like you it's because that's re- like it's like real life you know there's people that you there's people that you talk to um all the time and you're and you're meeting all the time and then there's people that you know you only run into fucking once a year sometimes and that's just yeah. how it is yeah. you know yeah so i just like stuff like that um mm-hmm. But going into the more like of the meat of this episode is basically there's this fucking guy who works at this observatory. Who, who, I mean, apparently he's like fucking essentially lived there for like half his life. Yeah. Um, and and he he's got this like predisposed feeling about like auto memory dolls that they're just fucking girls trying to get hitched by rich men. And he's got this like. Thing about them stigma. where he's like, ah, he's got a stigma about like, ah, no, they're just fucking doing all this shit for money and all this stuff. Yeah. And I don't, I don't really, I don't like it. And of course, what better doll to get hooked up with than Violet Evergarden to right. make him rethink all of it? <laughs> yeah, you know? yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I really, I like the scene of him trying to make her upset by, um, write by uh, uh reading out the old books too fast for her to scribe but then she's yeah. so good at scribing that she's like literally i love how they did it a couple of times where like the first time he stops reading it takes her like another second and then she's done and he's like oh shit okay and then he fucking starts to read faster and then the second time he stops she stops like right with him yeah <laughs> yeah it's so and she, funny and then, she, and then she even says she's like you stopped again yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, she's why? like, she's like, I'm like, ready to keep going if you want. Yeah, like why? Yeah. <laughs> and then they're like, Oh, you did three days worth yeah. of work in one day. 140 pages. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, oh my goodness. Yeah, I, I just that was I like the fun. I like that. That was like fun little like just funny moment. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I really liked because I I my first note at the end of this episode was I got shivers again at the end. Mm-hmm. Um. But all that is because of the buildup and everything. Like, yeah. like this this boy, he I, he he felt abandoned by his mother, who went to go look for his dad, who went missing during the war, and and she like he felt like she loved him more than the, she he she felt like the, yeah, she her loved more. her yeah. dad his dad more than him, and 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 so he was just just like he he was jaded, and then he went to go live at this place, and everybody. Like didn't get along with him, so everybody was like, "Oh yeah, he's just a prick," you know. Yeah. He's really, uh, he's really hard to get along with, and nobody likes him, and and he's good at his work, so that just makes it all worse, and right. and all this stuff, and and stuff, and and she, like, not even knowing that he's overhearing the conversation in the library, all these guys are telling uh, Violet this these things, and she's just like, "Well, 
I'm an orphan too. Uh, I think he's pretty good at his job. Uh, I'm just telling you the truth. Uh, yeah, that's it. Like, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. Just like, just like, it, or, or, or my favorite is her last is her last statement where she's basically like, um, it were basically like, if you can't, if you're not going to even try to understand him, then you know you're coming from a a, a very closed off background, basically. Yeah. 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 Yeah, and um, she says, and she says something about like, well, you're not going to get along with me either, right? Like, right, kind of and thing. And I which, was just like, way to go! Yeah, way to go! But also, like, it, but it's you know, and I, I think it's very true. I think there's a lot of situations like that. Just people judge people before they want to understand, you know? Oh yeah, amen. Yeah, and she's I also it. never Everyone apologetic about it. No, because she like when she be, sees right? him she afterwards. And she knows she's smart enough to know that he overheard. Yeah, once he comes down the ladder, yeah, yeah, exactly. And she, and she never brings it up because she doesn't need to feel bad about what she said. It was the truth. It's her honest opinion. Like right, and to uh-huh. her, it's just like you uh-huh. know, right. Absolutely. I don't know. I like that. I like that aspect of that too. Yeah, and I, I just enjoy that. You know, her, her, her type of disposition really helped him come out of that resentment. You know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and and what's up? And he was able to connect with her story then too, because right. he was like, "Oh shit!" And and I mean, also beyond that, like her story was kind of worse than his in a ways. Like when she was like, "I never knew. I don't know my parents' faces." Even. Right, right. And he was yeah. just like, "Oh, oh dang!" Right. Like yeah. talk. There's there's nothing better for building perspective. Then thinking that your life is shit and then hearing somebody else's story and being like, oh, right. At least at least I have this or at least I have like something that I can grasp onto. Like it, it's so right. important to hear other people's stories. Right. And, and, it, and it's it helps you, you know, I think ultimately the thing that it this conveys to me and I think is important for anyone is that, you know, you you need to. Your own, your own grief and trouble in your life is, is valid. Yes. But but you can't let it, you can't let it keep you from progressing forward in life. Which is just the main theme of this episode. It is so beautiful. I am, dude, I got such shivers. I had such shivers at the end when he's all calling after her, when she's riding away on the gondola and stuff and he, and he and he's talking about how I, he's like admitting to the world but also to himself in that moment that yeah. he was waiting in at this observatory he was waiting for his mom to come home someday but deep down like knowing that she was just not gonna after yeah. a little while and 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 he was he was admitting that he w- he had become complacent and he was he was in a way quote unquote kind of comfortable there like like he had he had become he'd he'd been in a standstill and he needed to move because he was realizing that he wasn't moving and now because of that he was losing violet and he was felt attached to her but at the same time he wasn't heartbroken per se he was he was now determined to not let himself lose something again and 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 it highlights the importance of moving Right. And 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 taking action, and it was, it was I, that, that's 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 a message that I relate to a lot. No, like, yeah. I I I 
I told I think I, I think I've told you guys this before. Like it's it's a very different kind of show, but it has a similar message to that. With uh, which is um, I think I think I Dragon Ball Z. No 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 no. <laughs> no 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 no. This is this was like one of the first like romantic animes that I ever watched. That was like that I like really really liked on a, on a lot of levels. Rosario and Vampire. No, 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 come on, let me. Okay, okay, no, okay. It's it well, it's 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 called My Teacher, and I, uh, man, and that, that 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 name makes me uncomfortable. I know, I know, <laughs> and it and it and it's one of those shows where it does take a lot of turns that uh, that would be very different from Violet Evergarden, but. There is a central theme in that show that kind of goes deeper than all of the surface level fan service whatnot. Like it's it it talks about moving and not mm-hmm. standing still. Like the main character has this whole like he has a medical issue where he goes into a coma if he gets like too stressed and stuff about standing still and and at the almost at the end of every episode he talks about like and and this lesson helped me move. And yeah. sort of a thing, and it and it's it's such an important message for so many people. Oh, like, it is. I, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and I, 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 I think also, you know, I think I think a lot of these experiences shows um, one person can really make an impact on someone. You know, yes. sometimes, sometimes, sometimes there are human beings that just are in a place in their life where they just need someone to fucking listen. Or they just need someone to say the right thing, you know, and, and you get, and right, you get so complacent and there's definitely a level of like, you need to be, you need to find a way to self-motivate and, but I, but I also recognize how difficult that can be. And sometimes human beings, sometimes, you know, when, when you're in a place like that, just getting one person to say something that you didn't expect them to say to you or anything like that, it makes a huge fucking difference. It can take you out of a hole like that, at least for a little while, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. yeah. I think if you're standing still... In that episode, oh. It was also kind of a statement on, like, a lot of these guys that were doing the same job as this as this guy that we were following. I forget what his name was. Yeah. I think it was Leon or something. Uh, a lot of the guys were there. They were They were doing the work, but their focus was on trying to hook up with these girls that they were paired up with. Right. And, like... It was this kind of like fraternity kind of feel. Yeah, going on. very fratty. Yeah, uh-huh. and I think that him being with this girl who is clearly like passionate about her work, but also has this this kind of like you know spotted past and has these desires and dreams that she kind of explains to him right throughout the episode, where she has a real passion for what she's doing for like where she's trying to get to and then realizing that like, you know, that the reason that he started all this or wanted to get, continue on to, to do his traveling was, was because that was his passion. Right. Mm-hmm. And all these other people just haven't found that or aren't focused on trying to find something like that. He's right. kind of like frat dude, like especially that one guy that she's, he's just completely zoned out and he's like, yeah, man. Yeah. His friend. She yeah. Told me, I think, think she, he, she thinks I'm cute and this and that. It's like you only got four more days. Yeah, and then uh-huh. we see you even see a clip of him at one point when they're like watching the comet come by of that guy, and he's like, you know, standing four feet away from the girl as the comet's going by. They aren't talking, 
Yeah. But then he, oh, and then we cut back to our main character who is like, you know, having like a real kind of like relationship. Yeah, having like a Violet, like a even real though moment, it's not. Yeah. Yeah, it's not romantic necessarily. It's just kind of inspiring. Yeah, yeah. but just just wrapping a blanket around her and being right. like, "Hey, have some soup." Sure. And right. Just like, sure. Just right. wholesome. Right. No, it's wholesome. And I think and I think oh, yeah. he was I think he was growing an interest in her. I think that was definitely conveyed. Yes. Um, yeah. but I think what I think is so interesting is how he was able to handle that, you know, she when she literally says she's like the major is the, the only one. reason that I'm doing anything. Right. Right. Yeah, and, exactly. and, and as soon as she says that, you know, I think I like that thinking about it from his position, it's like in a way that was like him getting rejected. But at, the was, same, yeah. but at the same time, he was able to, it was like a very kind of like what we were talking about, when, uh, Joe, when we were talking about the fucking, I know it was a wild sidetrack, but when, oh, we yeah. were ta- when we were talking about the Halo 3 ODST soundtrack. And, I was just about yeah, to say like, that, that The same exact feeling that that soundtrack conveys, which is that feeling yes. of like, you're sad, but you feel like it's okay to be sad. Like mm-hmm. there's more to it, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and this what is soundtrack like a, was this? Halo 3 ODST, especially like the song Rain. Um, yeah. Like, no, because she, she hit him with the, she basically she, yeah. hit him with the, I have a boyfriend. Right, that I'm in like, love with like, someone else, you know? Because, yeah. In the way that she communicates it, because even I think at that point, she was like still not grasping that she actually did love him. <laughs> like, yeah. like that that was like the words that she needed to use. Um, but she said, she said, because he, he, he asked whether or not like if she was called away to to go see him or something in their work, like what would she do? And what she was she like, do? it's not even, like, not even a question. Not even a question. I yeah. would go. The only thing I would question is how I would try and apologize to you about like backing out of the work. About like, leaving. Right. Yeah. Right. And and right. it's and I think again it's it's like it's like at the same moment that he's essentially getting heartbroken a little bit, he's also yeah. getting inspired to do the work that he actually wanted to do. Exactly. Because he, he hits yeah, because he hits the moment of like exactly wow you know wow she really would drop everything and fucking die for what she wants yeah and right and 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 i and i've just been sitting here waiting for that to drop in my lap and that's not good enough which honest to god dude i relate to heavy you know i really get that i feel like i feel like i've been sitting around forever um mm. you know and i think there's a lot to that. Well, There's a lot. To I think that. that that I think that's how the majority of the workforce in our world feels. Right. There's a whole lot of that's like there, too, there is yeah. a there is a safety there is a safety in complacency when you have a, a structured job that's not going to go away. And mm-hmm. and it and it it almost it's like it almost sits in your head after a while like like it doesn't even matter if you don't like the work because at least you're good. It's right? a means to an end. Right. Um, but it, but it, but ultimately, what are what are we, what are we as human beings if not for the things that we strive for, you know? Oh, yeah. dude, <laughs> this is just relating to so many things right now. I was literally, I was literally, like, I, I love that we're talking about this sort of thing because this is this, this is such an important message that I think needs to get out and stuff. But like, literally, not two hours ago, I was talking to my girlfriend's mom, and we were like, <laughs> we were like. We were talking about how like how how important it is to 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 have a well just just to have a job that helps you learn something mm-hmm. that to have mm-hmm. to have a job that progresses you as a person not just the company 
Right. Right. Yeah. Right. It's a, a hot. Yeah. A hundred percent. I'm right. sorry. I'm getting. I'm getting upset because my job doesn't do that for me. But like, a hundred percent, dude. I was talking to Mary, and I was like, I was like, yeah, dude. I, I I mentioned you in this conversation. I was like, I was like, I know, I know my buddy Jacob's feeling like this. I know, I know, I, I can't de- help de- but think definitely that don't want to feeling like this. Like, definitely don't want to be like that guy. Well, no, it's yeah. just it's, it's <laughs> I a heard, very common thing. Right? No, I, I heard think that, that yeah. this media helps people realize that sort of thing or at least like starts the yeah. conversation right and it's so important like i i i i i'm a guy of faith and i i think to a fault i think that things are going to work out for me and for people in the end if you really open yourself up to doors but like it's you have to take chances and you have to mm-hmm. be able to say no I want to do something that's going to help advance me. Right. And, and it's, 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 it's really important. And that's, that's really what gave me shivers at the end when he was screaming at her on the ground. Right. Because, because he didn't get up, he didn't get upset when she didn't reply on the last one because he knew it in his heart. And that's really in his heart. And that's really, it's so beautiful. (laughs) What were you going to say, Ethan? What were you going to say? Oh, I was just gonna—I was just gonna interject there and say that I've heard—I heard the term actually this week. Um, the term is that don't be the guy who's rearranging the chairs in the Titanic. Ooh! Wow! And I think that that damn that, that is uh, kind of you know that yeah that whatever the word is right that applies to this right. conversation. That's, that's a great metaphor. That's, that's a great that's metaphor. A, yeah, I can't believe I've never heard that before. Yeah. But it's true, right? Dang, yeah. that's good. Don't be the guy who's rearranging the chairs, the chairs on the, on the Titanic. Titanic. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. So. Fuck. So then we move. So then we move into into episode seven. Uh, remind me which one this is, Joe. This one. My first note says beautiful music. Um, my second, <laughs> I mean, my, I, I think we can all. I think we could all agree that I, I. I think the. I think the full OST to this is really good. Oh yeah, it's no. very Fire Emblem esque to me. Having only played very three houses, so. very, very much so. There's, there's a lot of vibes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, so this one is when she's f- kind of coming to terms with the major's death. Oh, I okay. Think. So this is where this begins. Okay. Well, no, because I don't. No, because I think that's eight and nine. No, 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 yeah. Seven was no, no, no. Seven's the seven's the playwright. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Because it says the theme. Because uh, I wrote down uh, theme of untimely death hit me. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Dude. This is the this is the stage one. Dude, this one this really one got me. Hurts, dude. This one, I. This was tough. This one's really yeah, yeah. tough, and I, I, but I do. Again, this is just the first thing that pops in my head because it's really early on. So essentially, you know, she gets she gets hired on to help a playwright write a new play. And he's like a very famous one. Um, uh-huh. And she shows uh-huh. up and it's very obvious that he's like depressed. He's an alcoholic. His fucking whole house is a mess. And he gives he gives like no fucks like he, he like I, it's like almost like how did he even end up hiring a doll in the first place? Like, yeah, he's just of. so he's just so out of it. 
And the, but the first thing that pops in my head, again, talking about Ethan, how you like to see like the, 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 the small progression in her personality coming out. I really like that. She's like trying to work with him, but he just keeps refusing to do things how they're supposed to be done. And she's like, this guy's really bothersome. <laughs> like, yeah. like, he keeps, yeah. like she keeps saying it. She's like, man, I don't know. You're being difficult. You're being difficult. <laughs> Like, I, yeah. I, just, I just like shit like that because it's like you can tell that she like couldn't keep her composure professionally. She was like, mm-hmm. I don't like this yeah. guy. <laughs> I should also interject here and say that I've really been enjoying the dub of this show. I've been hopping um, back and forth. I've been oh, I really I haven't. I haven't I, listened in, to it. And this one in particular, I, I, I noticed that. There isn't a whole a lot of the dialogue in this episode was um, either internal. Yes. Or kind of between these action shots of like either B some kind of B roll or something, right. you know, completely off camera or off off the uh, the two right um, characters here. And so I, they they definitely didn't need to lip sync or anything very much, right? And I feel like I really got that inner dialogue, and it might it might have just been because of of the dub that it um, resonated with me more. Okay. And then this episode, like I feel like. The writing was very strong, and it was this episode was kind of a showcase of the things she's learned along the way. I don't think that she necessarily learned a lesson here as much as the uh, writer in this episode learned something. Right, but she's gotten um, to understand things better. Right, I'm mm-hmm. sure that this was the kind of episode where this was kind of a cool idea to the writers of the show, like having being writers of entertainment themselves. Like, what if we brought this person into our lives? Right. Um. Which is a cool concept, and I don't think that it necessarily was a ton of character progression for for Violet. Um, but it was cool seeing her being control for the first time, right? Of the situation. Um, not that she wasn't in control with like, say, like the princesses episode, but like. But there's like a there, she she saw his pain and she explicitly like through the whole thing instead of maybe just at the end like helped him, like sure. Uh-huh. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, and I right. think that this was certainly a different kind of like we haven't seen her do this kind of writing before, as far she, as right. play she direction. To and, cook. She tried yeah. to cook for the, <laughs> yeah. the carbonara. She, she brought out the pasta, and we all stuck together like a big potato. But you know what? <laughs> but you know what? He ate it anyways, and he said, "You know what? It's not too bad for your first time." Yeah, because yeah. ultimately he is a nice yeah. man deep down. He just had he issues. Is. The only thing that kind of bothers me about these kinds of episodes is that they can they can make it they can cross those lines because it's animation because they don't have to worry about the actors. But like the dude's wife died, the dude's daughter died, the dude was an alcoholic. He was a mess in the vacation home that they used to go to as a family. Right. Yeah. Yeah. They really kicked a dead horse. Yeah. And to me, like. I, I, I feel that to a degree but it was also like man like they it's a little oscar baity they really went for it i understand what they really went and they can cross the line where where you're just like emotionally you don't want to connect because it's so tough yeah no i and i said such a rough spot no and i and i i don't know like there's a lot about like i really enjoy that like he he starts to like kind of dissolve out of his sh- out of his sh- his shell that he's been that he's put in place because like as soon as he right. sees her he's like oh shit yeah she, yeah, yeah. she, she looks, looks like, like her. her 
you know? Yeah. And, yeah. and, and, there, and there, like that alone, like he was trying to like not let it get to him, but it just got to him. As, and because because then yeah because then she she finds the she MacGuffin she found the parasol and then and then it all oh yeah the then, parasol <laughs> was the most like eureka just, moment yeah yeah <laughs> which you know Dude, and I I, I do agree I do agree Ethan there is a little bit of Oscar baitiness to this but yeah I do still really really like it and I do think I, it's funny to me that because I watched I watched this show before I had ever experienced a really close death you know like oh, i'd yeah. had things i'd had things in my life where pe- like people had died that were in my family or things that were like you know i knew them but i didn't know them uh-huh. and then I- watching it before versus now i think is like it's a very it's a very different feeling i guess mm. trying to mm-hmm. cuz you're watching this man try to live on but he feels like he just can't Mm -hmm. and there's so much suffering in that and he's trying to finish that play essentially to release that emotion from himself so that he can move forward yeah Yeah. um and and i get that i get i get that a lot i fully understand that it's so tough oh because so many things remind you you know it's it, it's like every, you you want to just go forward with a day, but then just like in his scenario, you know, like that parasol was there, but I'm sure he hasn't been looking at it in forever. And then she just happens to grab it, and suddenly it all just washes back in, you know, to the point to where he like he gets upset with her, like he he can't contain himself. He like he says, "Stop it," you know. Yeah. And there's days yeah. like that. I think it's, you know, I think it gets better, obviously, over time, mm. but it's amazing how much that just can click back into place like that. Um, oh, yeah. But then I love, what an amazing idea to have him write this play to not only, like, convey these emotions to children, because that's, you know, it, he said it's a children's play, and not mm-hmm. only to try to find a way to use his that like depth of his depression to like find a way to convey something like that to kids, but then to also like finish out his own story for his daughter and ultimately for himself and how like the metaphor of her crossing the water is him finally like letting go of all that pain you know yeah, yeah. no that that piece was definitely loaded like it, sure. like just it, i think that it was just, her dream that right was his dream to finish it to give that to her right like yeah and and, yeah. and i and i i gotta give credit where credit's due uh, you know we uh, like even how you talked about that this could have been in the last episode how you were like this could have been a like a live action show and and i do agree that it has a, it does have a different quality that i think because i think anime even on shows that aren't like very like action heavy or anything. They always seem to be very exaggerated and bombastic and bright and crazy, right? Not yeah, all the time, yeah. but a lot of the time. And this show mm-hmm. feels so much more grounded where where you're totally yeah. right. Like this could have just been straight up live action. Um, but then I think the strength of making it anime appears like in the part where she does the jump across the water yeah while 
I do think it was a little bit of a stretch of disbelief because holy shit, she almost jumped the whole fucking thing. Um, <laughs> like, like, yeah, that part, like that part, that. yeah, that part took me out of, like a tiny bit, but like taking away the little bit of goofiness of that, the, just the visuals of that, uh-huh. it, they, in, they, I feel like it accentuated the emotional impact for him. Uh-huh. so much and i don't think you could have done that in any other way than animation i think like i i agree to you as i think it's just that every time i end this show i come out of my office and i'm like i feel like i just watched an hbo max show <laughs> like a drama right and i'm like emotionally drained oh it's, it, like, it is draining it is and cat mm. will ask me questions about it yeah you know like how is the show? Cause she wants to like always feel like she picked like the best show ever. I really think that she. Sh- <laughs> I really do think that she should watch this show. I really do. I think she would I've, like it. I think everybody should watch this show yeah. now. If I'm being yeah. completely real. Yeah. So, but, uh, but I gotta, I gotta relate too. Okay. I when she started jumping, there was an initial shot like, like an under camera facing up. Yes. Of her jumping and stuff like it was a power pose, like a very much a powerful shot kind right, of thing. Right. Right. And and I was into it. Like I was in the 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 right mindset for where the show was going and like and like the, the importance of everything that was going on. But then that thing with her jumping with the parasol, I immediately thought of Princess Peach and Smash Bros. <laughs> and I was just like I I snapped out of my emotions. Oh my God. I was just like, ah, oh. <laughs> Fuck! I was like, no. That didn't come to my mind at all. Dude, yeah, I didn't I come to my mind at all. But I am. I like. I like that. To I do. I do really like that. Her first statement after she hit the water was, "I think I got like three steps out of it." Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I love that. But um, okay, so yeah. so so then she gets. So then at the end of this episode, moving into these last two, and to me, uh, this is my absolute favorite part of the show and to be fully honest with you i can't fucking remember what happens after this so i'm really curious what happens in the last portion of this show (laughs) because i can't remember um but so so she gets off the train she happens to run into lady evergarden who is the the lady where she got her last name from because she was supposed to like stay there but then she was like no so yeah so she like immediately is like oh god i'm so sorry <laughs> and she like gives that whole thing but then uh-oh lady lady evergarden slips up and tells her that the major's dead and well she says she says she says oh you're doing so well the major would be proud now yeah. i bet he could rest in peace yeah and, and it's Violet like it goes what yeah what so then we move into this where she 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 fucking just runs around. She runs up to the to the fucking uh the 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 lieutenant the cor- the lieutenant corporal? No, the lieutenant commander? Shit. I don't know, the redhead dude. I'm so bad with military shit. Um so she goes up I to think him. It's lieutenant corporal. Yeah. So she so she she goes up to him and and he I really like his character cuz I like that he he he's really trying to do the right thing but he just doesn't know how. Like, yeah, which is a very, dude. which, which, which is a very, very real position that right. a lot of people find themselves in. Right. And I, and I like that And that, it, like what happens there, he's like, I just didn't know how to tell you. And then he just kind of lays it out and he's like, what, like, there's no point in holding it back now, you know? Uh, yeah. And 
And she, and, and I like this, this is just like, again, like where finally she goes like very internal and she starts to struggle with the two big things. A, the major is essentially dead. There's still a lot of conversation, like, like it, technically there's still like a possibility of him being missing in action, but like essentially he's dead. Uh-huh. Right? Um, yeah. So, so she's dealing with the grief of the only person that's ever cared about her and the only person she loves. And then on top of that, she's also coming to terms with the pain that she must have caused people through all of the people that she's killed, which is another amazing thing that she's taken, that she took Mm. from actually, you want to talk about the one thing she learned from the writer is at the end when she's on the train where she's like, you know, she's so happy that he was able to finish like her, 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 like he was finish his daughter's dream. And then yeah. she had the moment of realizing how, and she says it, how many dreams have I crushed by, yeah. by killing people, right? Uh-huh. And, 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 and it, re, like it slides back so into, powerful. right, and it slides back into, you know, again, the, the, the redhead guy saying at the top where he's like, no, you're burning. And she's like, no, I'm not. And he's like, no, 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 you don't get it yet, but you're burning. And, mm-hmm. and yeah. Which, by the way, is that wording of that is, like, my favorite metaphor ever. Like, I don't know what it is about it, but the way that they always describe it as, like, you're burning all over your body. Like, it's like, yeah. it's like, a, it's like this amazing way of visually explaining, like, the feeling of the pain and sin that they've done. Like, yeah. I, I, yeah. yeah. Um, I think that same guy describes it really well when he... And I'm probably butchering exactly what it, how it was written because it was beautifully done. But he says something along the lines of like, the hand that took so many lives is now the hand that's writing these letters and bringing people together. Right. Yeah. And he's, uh-huh. he says it as an insult, but I think that's also like a really beautiful thing. It is. And that's where she's which, kind of making up for those. Yes. Which, 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 right. Which, which ultimately, man, that's a great point. He was there. To try to make her feel more pain, but ultimately he actually said the entire point of that whole little arc, which, yeah, Yeah. you're totally right, Ethan. Holy shit, that's actually amazing. I didn't even think about that. (laughs) You did it, dude. That was like, that was like the whole thing. No, I know it's the whole whole thing, but I just like the connection of like the fucking brother saying that as an insult, but it was actually the whole point. Like, I don't know. It just did that didn't, that part didn't click. It's. It's so well written, like, oh. and 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 like in in these last two episodes, the show took a com- like this is where I was like, whoa, this show became something that I didn't think it was gonna be. Right. Like, like all of a sudden, it's a show highlighting the importance of your past actions don't have to define you. Like, right. If you do something in the past doesn't mean you can't do something better or or just good or just right it, fine in it, the future it trans it's it such transcends, a good message it transcends the it transcends the military context because yeah because it's it's i think it is a very good it is a very good um concept for i think people coming out of the military a hundred percent but it goes so far beyond that like it's it's genuinely like if you feel like, you know, there was a point in your life where you were only doing bad or harm or 
you know, you were hurting people around you or whatever, there, it's, it, it doesn't mean that you're irredeemable. It doesn't mean that there's no good in you. It doesn't mean that you can't make something of yourself and turn that around. Um, and I also exactly. think, and I also think just the, I just like watching her going through the stages of grief too. I like finally seeing her take, oh, yeah. take that in, you know, like she, she, she literally does. Like she goes through full bore denial to the point to where she has to storm the fucking like building where the shitty brother is at. And like, literally like a guard's like, whoa, 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 you can't go in there. And, and she's like, I'm going to go in there. And she, and he's like, whoa, no. And he like makes a move and she just fucking judo throws him. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then, and the, then, and then, and then the, brother the brother comes, comes out, out and he's like, and whoa, he's whoa, like, stop, stop. You're, you don't, we don't want anybody dead. Yeah. <laughs> no, like, like one other guy, like one other guard's like, Hey, what do you want to do? And he's like, stay where you are unless you want to die. Yeah. And then, and then he looks at her, and he does his thing where he's just right, like yeah, trying to be condescending again. And pom- he's like, pom- "Once a weapon, always a weapon." Yeah, yeah. Uh, but but I but I, I like that. Even I like that. Like when she like when she asks him, and he tells her, and he's like, "Wait, they didn't tell you." And even he has a moment of like, "Oh shit, that's yeah. that's bad." Like like even he has like a slight tick for a second where he kind of like gets a little human. And then he just goes back to being a dick. But like, and then he goes back because then he's right. like, "How dare you? This this right. thing, right? Feel sad about my brother's death? He can't. He can't. Like, he can't believe it. He can't believe yeah. it. But but, yeah. but it's right in front of him, so it affects him to a point where he's like, uh-huh. like, yeah, it gets to him. And then he, and then yeah. of course, how does he react? He just reacts out in anger because he's like, no, it can't be like that, you know? Yeah. But yeah, um, yeah. yeah I, I I just. Just seeing that part and then seeing seeing her just like sitting in her room and she doesn't want to do anything, doesn't want to talk to anybody. And she she gets angry, but then she can't like she doesn't want to let it all out. Like she almost does. And then she reels it back in and she doesn't know what to do. You know, there's uh-huh. so much like confusion and pain. And that part, again, I think I, I, I can relate to so heavy. I think it's so. It's it's a, such a it's such an immaculate portrayal of grief for someone that you care about so much. Oh, dude, um, this there's this one scene. I I'm not sure if it's in the previous episode or in these last two, but when she's sitting in her bed at night and she's clutching her chest and and it's just yeah. like screaming. Yeah, and it's just like crying out to to somebody who's not there yeah. and just asking questions and just. Just like, just, just, just violently crying to herself. I like that yeah. was a scene that I was yeah. like, shit. How many nights have you had like that? that oh man, I that know. was. I know. That was, that was, that was fun that got to me. Yeah, and and and, but, and, and, uh, and don't forget, she's clutching her heart where the brooch is because uh-huh, he because he uh-huh. is her heart. Uh-huh. <laughs> Yeah, man. But oh, it's it 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 really got deep into it, and uh, and we got and we and we got a and we got a and we got basically the full backstory as well. We got the full flashback um, of yeah her experiences with him and how how since the brooch came up. Can I just real quick say that the brooch does not? I really like these next two episodes, but the brooch does not work for me. Really. It just didn't work for me As because like a I don't. Symbol? Well, it's what? a cool sim. It's cool, and I like the symbolism of it. But she is such a non-materialistic person 
but it's that oh. I have a hard time believing that she would really value this material thing. But it was given to her by the major. And and she said she was I, like, and he was like, why did you like that one? It doesn't match your eyes. And she's like, right. That's the part I you. That's the part I didn't. That's the part I didn't like. I don't think that she would have picked it out. I don't think that she would have gone up and said to the major, I want this. She didn't. I think I think that's the thing. Well, like, I mean, she like, said she kind of did. She kind of like, it was kind of like a he bought it for her because she liked it. And I don't think that would have I would have liked it better if he had given it to her. Oh. As a gift. And then it became like more of an organic like this happens to be the color of his eyes. Like I just I would have liked that if it wasn't. The scene I don't. Her, I like. I, I'm, I disagree. Yeah, I also disagree. Really? Yeah. I do. I, I just. Because I just don't see her character. Can because, you imagine her doing that? Yes. Like, well, imagine yes, her coming up to his stand. Hundred fifty percent. I do. Let me do it. Oh Let me do God. it. Jacob, I just don't. Jacob, I just don't. Jacob, see Jacob it. tag me in. Tag you in. Tag me in, coach. Tag me in. <laughs> okay. So so because 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 he's like because uh, it's Thanksgiving. I'm setting the scene. There's Thanksgiving. There's a tradition where people are giving gifts to people that they're thankful for. And he's teaching her about this. And he's like, well, girls your age usually like this. And she's like, oh, well, like, if you say so, then I guess I'll do that. Yeah, sure. Give me this or this. Uh, uh, dresses and accessories or whatever. And he's like, all right, that's cute. Whatever. So now no, she's like, no. okay. I'm going to stop you right there. Why? Because she wouldn't say that. She would not. She, she would never she say. She said it because the fucking she would never say shut the fuck that up. She no, wants these she, material things. She didn't say it like that. She said she wanted dresses and accessories because the major said that's what girls like. And she's like, okay, get me that then, I guess. It, she does yeah. because, but she wouldn't say that. No, she because she's. She oh thinks my God, of herself as a soldier and they're not essential. Orders, dude. She's she following, following his orders because then, he said he's going to get her a gift. One. So it's she's going to take it's a fine. gift. And I get why and I that, did it. And, and cool. that part's not even the point. The point is, it didn't work the point is, the, point like is the first time, the first time that that he grabs her and she opens up her eyes to look at him, the first thing she sees is his eyes. That's the point. True. That's where it began. And that's how it's it all fine. culminates. And then she sees it and it go, and, it, and she's like, it's your eyes because that's the connection of where the care started. It's symbolically fuck. There's just a <laughs> lot. There's just a lot of better ways it could happen. Right. Like the, how that's they did it. I, that's okay. Fine. Oh then my God. I think God. it's great. That, that I give it a, I give so, it a C. So, so a fucking then, C? Oh man. Dude. Okay. All right. Okay. Dude. Okay. Okay. But moving on, moving on. Ladies and gentlemen, ding, 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 rounds over. Um, okay. <laughs> um, after that, we get uh, a little bit more visuals of her going, and she goes back to the place where they had the last battle. Yeah. And that was really cool. We got to see the full flashback of like her past military experiences and stuff, yeah. and just how much of a little assassin she was. Which, by the wild. which by the way, now I'm starting to think that I, like, completely just, like, misremembered the whole thing about her being from, like, a village or something that he found. Because now I'm just confused. Like, actually, like, now now I'm thinking that, like, I, they must have picked her... I mean, she, she doesn't even remember her parents' faces. Then it must have been, like, really young or something. Yeah, no. Or she like, was, like, abducted. Yeah, something. Like, yeah. yeah. She was, like, a child who was... Tr- 
like bred to like not bred to be a soldier, but like like straight up like a Black Widow situation. Right. Like I have I I'm under the impression that she was like went to some military school. I think Gamora was would be a better. Uh... <laughs> what? Shit. Oh, oh god! I, I was I, you know what you know what's uh, you know what's you know what I was just thinking of though what, what that fucking argument just reminded me of. Have you guys ever seen the you know the fucking video uh, where the guys are arguing about the guys are arguing about Wizard of Oz and the dude's like what? she's the wicked witch of the east, bro. Grow up! Oh, yeah, yeah, that yeah. That video? That's, yeah, imme- that's immediately what I was just thinking of, and I was laughing to myself at how fucking ridiculous she it was. In she comes in a bubble! comes in a bubble, bro! <laughs> if we ever watch... I haven't been able to really track it down, but there's rumor of an X-Men anime. If we ever watch that, I'm going to be excited. I want you well, there's to... there's an old I, cartoon I, I, I just, that I used to watch. Ethan, Ethan, I just want you... Yeah, evidently there's I just anime. want you to know that I'm, I know for a fact that I'm, like, putting you through the fucking ringer on this series... And I want you to do it back to me at some point because I really deserve it. <laughs> like, oh, I feel like I'm holding up my end, dude. Like, I'm no, in my corner. That's great. Okay, so I got the uh, towel on right now, baby. Oh my I'm just goodness. icing my wounds. Joe, stop. I'm ready for that bell. Listen, dog. Right, listen, okay. ding, ding, listen, I'm back. Listen, dog. Right, Joe, well, Joe, stop this. Joe, stop this after round one, and and I, I could keep going, but I won't. Um, listen, I I don't I don't. This is a beautiful show. We all. We all have already said that we are loving the direction of it. Yes. Let's keep on that happy train, y'all. I'm a very happy person, uh, Joe. What do you mean? <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> so, but so, yeah, no, yeah. So we so, get the full we get the full flashback of the battle and everything, and uh-huh. it's, it's I, again, I, I I just love the distinct difference in how horrifying it is. Um, yeah. And, and it's and it's so it's just so visceral. And, and and it's very obvious. everything's so dark. It's so dark, and it's so obvious, like how much she progressed because of the major. Yeah, like she uh-huh. suddenly uh-huh. in like a DC movie. Yeah, dude, for real. Like some of the fucking shit she did, where she started doing like crazy ass, like like fucking uh, uh, like uh, crazy like leg takedowns and like fucking knife, like air knife yeah. slashes and shit. It's like damn. And just think about, just think about. So she's 14 in the show that we know her as right now. Right, so during... So back then, she was, like, 12. under 10, at least, I think. like Something like that, I don't know. Well, remember. I guess probably if she not was actively 10. fighting the war... Well, yeah, because you like, gotta remember yeah, that she lost her arms in that battle, so she's probably, like, 12 or 13, I would think. She was probably, she was yeah. probably like, a teenager by then. Which, like, yeah. what were you guys doing at 13? Like, you know what I'm saying? Dude, like, dude, like dude. she's out here doing some let's crazy kick shit. Kick an ass and take a name. Let's, let's not, let's not, the, let's not, the... let's not speak about what I was doing when I was 13. Um, <laughs> I was out in the pitch. Uh, oh my god. Kicking balls. Kicking balls. Oh my god. All right, anyway. Soccer balls. <laughs> um, um, but um, the thing that, the thing that really got me was when she was, we were, she was like replaying the point of the explosion and stuff yeah and like when when she's reimagining the major's last words and like the blood is pouring out over the body and stuff like in her imagination oh you mean you mean the the nightmare she had yeah oh yeah 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 Yeah. like Mm -hmm. that that was wild to me but then also like when we were actually seeing her lose her arms and stuff, yeah. and how slowly. Like, okay, this was one thing that I didn't. I like. didn't. I didn't. She I didn't like. Shot, yeah, I didn't like how she lost. She got her. shot once, 
and in her, the arm. Her arm fell off. And yeah. her arm fell off. Yeah, it was a little bit like, I mean, maybe maybe that's just something that we don't know about fucking history. Maybe, maybe like, the types of bullets that they were using in World War One were able to delim if you shot it in the right way. I don't fucking know. But it nah, sure doesn't seem man. very realistic. No. You know? Yeah. It sure doesn't yeah. seem... And then, yeah, and she got hit with the grenade, I and mean, then two minutes later, like, her arm slowly yeah. fell off. Like, which like that's not which which also works. which also like I, I will just throw out like grenades don't work like that. That is a weird misconception. Yeah, that is a weird. That is a very weird misconception that is like very very much like played in all entertainment where grenades are like these big ass crazy ass explosions when literally a grenade has a small explosive that's supposed to fire shrapnel. So. Well, I'm yeah. pretty sure they were also firing muskets that were like pump action, for some reason. So were they? Yeah, I can't remember. No, no, no. I those mean, were no, those were those were muskets. Action. Those were muskets, though. They're, they're, that's like a World War One gun. That's like a. It was. That, that look, yeah, it looks it like a. It looks like a. It looks like an M1 Garand. Like a where you like put the fucking you put, like take a clip and you shove the bullets in the top. I only know this because I um, because it, because I'm, I used to play Battlefield 1943 a lot. Um, I was gonna say I was like which I'm is which which by the way that. which by the way is a World War II gun and I'm fucking stupid so <laughs> well yeah who knows what these are because they had bayonets on them right yeah which yeah which, they had bayonets too which M1 that would have been World War One and two there were there were still bayonets in two yeah. God. Yeah, that's terrifying. I know. Yeah, like nothing like and fucking machine guns. Yeah, nothing like no, yeah, nothing that's like why nothing there like was fucking such uh, easy victories at the beginning of the war. It was yeah, a whole thing. Nothing like fucking nothing like just being like, oh god, it's a scary ass gun that can kill me. Oh no, there's a knife on the on the top of the gun. <laughs> like, well, fuck. no, yeah, because wasn't wasn't correct me if I'm wrong. I mean, I don't know if you guys can correct me if I'm wrong, but didn't Germany develop the first machine gun? Uh, the Gatling. Yeah. Yes. Or, or something like that. I, I think they it was technically just called a turret gun at that point because it was so fucking big they could only have it in turrets. Right. right. Yeah. Something like that. But like that was one of the things that gave them such an edge. Yeah. No, I think 100%. when they were first starting to conquer. But um, yeah. everything beyond World War One history, uh, anime. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but yeah, so that that there there were there was a lot of cool scenes where we, yeah. I felt like we actually saw. Violet yeah. grow right. You you got the grasp of and like, understand more. She was we got exactly what we wanted. We got that backstory filled in. Right, it, yes. you got to you understand got to see the major. Yeah, you got to see the lieutenant colonel's whole deal. Yeah, exactly. When he and I love how humble his story is, where he's like, "Yeah, we just won victories where we didn't even have to fight, and I got this promotion," which really explains his demeanor now, where he's still like, I don't see him as he doesn't feel deserved. Um, yeah, like he still doesn't feel deserved yeah, about yeah. running his company. He still he still feels like he has a lot to prove to himself. Right. Yeah, he's a really cool character for really not being like you know in, in like a bunch of scenes, um, but he's so important to the story. And yeah, mm. I totally agree. It's very cool. Um, yeah, I, I I mean, guys, you know where where are y'all at now? Now that we're I would say through probably the I'm assuming the best portion because I I I have a hard time remembering what comes next. Um, but obviously this mm. is this is where like you know you hit like the you, you, we definitely hit a climax with um, her recognizing the major's death. So where are you guys yeah. at? Oh, and then I'm sorry, know. I'm sorry, and then ultimately, obviously, ultimately realizing that um, she's found love in other people and she's found her own independence and can move forward. That was the, obviously how that ended as well. I, yeah. Yeah. 
I think yeah. because the because sure. the other dolls like send her the letter and like showing that they care about her and she like was able to and she grasp. got her first letter that right. she ever received right and she's and she's able to like grasp oh you know maybe I can move forward and there are people that care about me and I can yeah and I think she understood the like like uh, one of the oldest. Well, not one of the oldest, but some advice that I hear a lot in multiple fields, and I'll I'll share it in multiple fields, uh, is, like, in teaching, for instance, the best way to learn something and solidify something in your head is to teach somebody else. Mm. And in therapy, some of the best ways to get over things yourself is to help somebody else through their problems. Right. And... um. And and I think that that's kind of the lesson that she learned. She's 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 understanding the importance of helping other people, right? Um, which is just so important. And and, and feeling like like uh, she's a part of a community, and you know, yes, like like she, mm-hmm. getting getting that warm feeling that there's people that have her back, and and and, and but the, but also rely on her. Um, yes. Yeah. So okay. Okay. Anyways, yeah. Well, what, what you got, Joe? Um, I, uh, before we started recording, I knew that I had gone up, because I think I said I was at a B minus before. Yeah. Um, if memory serves. I believe that is correct. And I was thinking, before I finished the last episode in this section and stuff, I was thinking I was going to say a B plus and stuff, but after talking with you guys and, and, and just seeing how excited I am and how important I am saying that all these messages and stuff are I, I i think that this is a show that i would recommend to people and i so i think i gotta put it as i'm gonna say an a minus right now just because you never know how something's gonna end that's very true um very true um so so i'm i'm gonna be conservative because i'm still trying to keep myself to <laughs> my thing of not giving too much too early and you know and uh but but so 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 i'm gonna say i'm gonna say i'm gonna a minus i think that this has this show has a lot of deep underlying meanings and underlying messages that I think are very important for people to see and hear and understand. Mm. Um, and I think the anime and this show is does a very good job of portraying those things sometimes. Um, and, uh, and yeah, so I'm going to say A- because I do think that there's a good chunk of people if I have conversations with them or whatnot, and I think that they could benefit from it, that I would definitely recommend this show for those reasons. Um, yeah, A- minus is where I'm at. Sweet. Ethan? Uh, I think that these four episodes have checked a lot of boxes for me as far as what I was hoping for and you know, just really like anticipating seeing Violet grow the way that she did, um, seeing that formula that I talked about in the first episode really broken in interesting ways. Even some of these episodes just being backstory was, I think they earned that. I think that it came at the correct time. Mm. Um, It didn't feel cheap to me. It didn't feel like... I felt like I understand where Violet was at enough um, in current day that seeing the past was interesting and I was engaged the whole time and it wasn't the kind of thing where like they tried to make her out to be this kind of war hero, which I think that she could easily be perceived as where uh, they kind of just made her more of just like 
um, in her, and especially in her eyes, she's no war hero. She's just someone who followed orders and like the killing was, I mean, obviously she had some, some kind of skill there, but I think that was just because she showed up every day at the range and she, you know, absorbed all this information and like, she was just like the practice student. Right. Um, and not necessarily like just innately good at killing or anything like that, where I think a lot of animes would just be like, she's, she's the best shot. Uh, she is just like, yeah, whatever. She's, they would have shown some Kirito from, yeah, the Sword first Art. time she picks up a gun, she can hit every target on the range. Like, right, right, right. right. Yeah. None yeah. of that yeah. bullshit happened. And I'm so thankful that none of that bullshit happened. Yeah. So, yeah, I think that this is doing a lot of things right. Not many things wrong at all. I think all the things that we've complained about have been extremely nitpe- nitpicky. And um, I think the thing, the only thing that still drags this for me is um, I don't, I have no idea what the end goal is. Mm. I don't think that I'm supposed to know what the end goal is. Yeah. I don't know where I want Violet. I don't want Violet to be, uh, just, you know, another girl at this office who kind of just, she's like suddenly fits in and feels like she's like part of the gang. I think I said something similar last time. Yeah. Just because I don't, I don't think that that would be a happy ending for anybody. Um, and because of that, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna just like shoot for the stars here. So I think I'm, I, I was at a C before. I think I'm at a B minus now. Um, yeah, I don't have much more to say than that. Yeah, I mean, what, what? I mean, I, I, uh, if the show ended right here, I would be like over the fucking moon as far as like where I'm at at this stage. Like, I, I just love this show all the way through. I already talked about it before. I went high at the beginning and I'm staying high. I think I said an A minus. And I'm at an A plus, and I I just love this show. I I'm I I don't think I'll ever give an S until like a show is over because I think slapping sure. slapping an S on something is like too intense for like something that you haven't even finished yet. Um, right. But I do love this show a lot, and I'm curious to see if because again I'm I'm really struggling to remember these last four, and I'm wondering if that is to a detriment. And maybe that's why I didn't remember them. Um, like maybe they're not like I, I, maybe it was like not like not parasite. Maybe maybe it was like no, not like parasite. Like not like not like kind of disappointing, but like maybe they're just kind of status quo, and they just come off a little dull and like compared to where we just stopped here. Mm. So that and so mm. may, maybe that's what happened. So I'm curious to see because I honestly can't remember. But I do know that on my list right now, it's set at an A+, not an S. Um, and considering how much I've been fucking going nuts over the show, I'm kind of curious why that was how it was in my head. So, yeah, I'm at, a, right, I'm at an sure. A+, plus and I'm curious to see if it'll stay there or if it might shift um, because of how this last section goes. Because I, I, I actually, I will, I will give you those points, Ethan. It is interesting to, I would, like, if I was in your guys' position seeing this for the first time, I would also just be like, Okay, cool, but how the fuck do you make four more episodes now? Because it does kind of feel like right. the, the, the big issue was resolved. So I'm curious to see where it We've tied a lot of the knots. Right. Yeah. 
Um, so yeah, no, I, I, that's yeah, a plus. Um, I'm, I'm happy that we're, we're having a really good time with the show and, and I, I'm just going to get overly upset at, at nothing as soon as someone says something bad because it's my baby. <laughs> <laughs> it's my baby. But, uh, <laughs> oh, but next week we're breaking it up. Yes. Okay. So, so what, are we, what are we doing? So of course, as we have been doing, we uh, like to break up our mainstay episodes with a little movie part, part of a series that we call Winner Winner Chicken Dinner because the only person that chooses the movie every single time is the winner of the Choosarama. So, I won this time. <laughs> so, I gotta choose a movie, but things get even more exciting, guys. It doesn't even stop there. Because Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Because now there's but more. Wait, there's more. As you know, <laughs> we had a very fun collaborative episode for Robot Carnival with the boys from Smashing Theory, and I think we yes. had a great time with that. And you know, we're always open to collaborations going forward. It, you know, if we can put something together with with uh, like-minded people, so. In celebration of uh, women in anime, whether it be, you know, female-led shows or or women creating anime, the movie that we are doing is A Silent Voice, which is uh, female-directed. And on top of that, we are doing another collaboration episode with Claire and Mariah from the brand new... Anime podcast, Anime Starter Pack. It's exciting. It's very exciting. We're happy to have them on. Um, we're, I think we're all very curious to see how the different takes are going to go. Because as, as far as we understand, they are um, not the most avid anime watchers. Or they're kind of still kind of starting off. And... I, I'm just curious to see what it's uh, what the different perspectives are going to be because obviously we're so deep into the fucking we're so deep in the shit that I, I feel like <laughs> I feel like a more a more outside perspective would be very fun to see. So yeah, but I also think we'll vibe with them pretty well because I know in their first episode they talk about being like, hey, if you're an anime pro, if you like know everybody's names and stuff like. Maybe this isn't the place for you, cause like they're they're like we're gonna say oh that redhead dude and stuff like that. And if and, and if I mean, there's like, one I thing, do that. and if there's one thing that we have consistently <laughs> like, done in basically every <laughs> fucking series, it's utterly forget characters' names as we're going. Right. Like right? just never ending. Yeah. Oh man. As soon as I listened to that point in their podcast, I was like, oh, we're gonna get along with these guys. Yeah. Like yeah. this is gonna be great. So yeah, I hope y'all are excited for that. I know we are. Um. Also, we'll be watching the first episode of Fruit Baskets, uh, which is the the show that these girls have been doing on Anime Starter Pack. Um, I think the first three episodes are only three that are out so far, three or oh, four. Oh no, they've been and they've, they've been, been doing. Up, oh, they, they got, got up to seven. They got up to seven. They've been uploading like crazy, actually. So yeah, well, fuck me. Anyway, <laughs> uh, <laughs> rocking and rolling. They've been they've been watching through the second season of Fruit Basket. 
Um, I personally have never seen Fruit Basket. I watched the original one a long time ago, but I have not seen the remake, and I forget all of it. So, yeah. Well, they seem to have real love for it. We're trying to tie in their podcast a little bit, just like we did the DLC predictions for Smashing Theory. Right. Yes. Uh, So I think the first... I don't know, 10, 15 minutes of the, sh- uh, the next episode, we'll be spending a little time discussing that. Sweet. Before we get into the movie. All right. Fantastic. So if y'all want to follow us and keep up to date with our podcasts, go to Devil Fruit on Spotify, man. And, and you know yeah. what? And you know what? Well, you're probably already here, but yes. Right. <laughs> Right, but if you're just maybe coming, subscribe, if you're just coming by, just you know, follow us on there, and 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 you know, get that get get that listener retention up. Try to get through the whole episode, guys. Come on, I know, I know, I know, I'm really loud and obnoxious out the gate, and sometimes that's scary. But just you gotta you gotta see it through, you gotta see it through. And if you want to comment on how scary my voice is, please. Go to Devil Fruit Corp on Twitter and leave a comment going, wow, why is Jacob's voice so scary? And I will reply with, I, 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 I'm born this way. And then, uh, uh, you know, we also have a Facebook page now, so you could also do it over there if you're a boomer. And then, um, uh, you know, if you want to follow us on our regular social medias, um, you know, you'll just... Write a letter. Yeah, write a fucking letter. <laughs> write a fucking letter. Write a, write a letter from Romania, where one of our one, we have a new listener from Romania this week. Romania! <laughs> hey, uh, hey, you Romanian! You you, you you write a letter. And all the love to all the people yeah. from dude. All, all, all the it's not gonna take us long before we have the whole map covered. Yeah, Elder, Devil Fruit. Yeah, we've really, Devil we've Fruit really, is coming. We've for really the, been doing a, we've map. really been doing a great job at advertising to everyone that's not in the United States. Um... <laughs> Like, that's really what's been going on, uh, it seems, which is, you know, it's great. I, I, you know, all the people from, from Mexico, uh, thanks for stopping by. You know, I, I hope you keep, keep around and have a good time. Um, yeah, uh, yeah, there you go. Um, talk to y'all later. Have a good Peace. one. Stay happy. Write a letter to a loved one. Bye-bye. <laughs>